fastest female sprinter in the world. It's not a girl thing, it's a skills thing. All the money that goes on the boxing, all the hours, all the like stuff that you miss out on. If you don't love it, if you're not enjoying the process, then why do it? For myself, being a bit older, I feel more confident in terms of my ability and like who I am and like why I'm doing it. In our last episode in women's sport, we talk about boxing and we brought you the story of Helen Baleke, the first Ugandan woman to win an international medal. For this episode, we're doing something we hadn't done so far in this podcast. We're bringing you two consecutive episodes about boxing. For this second episode of season two of Women's Sport, we talked to Amy Andrew, a professional boxer in the UK. Amy's story is a little different than the usual professional athlete's path. To start with, she didn't even pick up the sport until her late 20s. And she switched from a newsroom, where she was a financial journalist, to a boxing ring. I used to be a journalist. I was a journalist for about 10 years. And then um, I actually wrote an article about boxing. I tried it out um, and then I signed up for a white collar fight. And so then I got really addicted and then essentially left the job and became a, journal- um, became a boxer. So you said you were a journalist before, but you were actually in financial journalism. How did that come about? When I first came out of my, um, my journalism masters, um, there were no jobs because it was 2008 or something like that. And the recession hit. So in my whole year, I think like four people got jobs when normally every single person got a job. So it was a really tough time. I went into a local paper and I worked there for a bit and I loved that. But then I specialized because I was like, there's no jobs in journalism. Like everyone goes on the internet, whatever. It was a really difficult time for journalism. So I specialized in financial journalism and I'm terrible with money, really, really bad. So it was actually, I was really like, it was good because then I'd ask all the questions that you're meant to ask, you know, because I did like, I wrote a lot about personal finance and small business. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of specialized as a strategic thing because there were more like it was like there were more jobs basically in financial journalism. But I then found it really interesting. What's your favorite part about boxing? Is it the technique, uh, predicting what your opponent might do? Um, is it being fast? I think it's just like the punching stuff, you know, I love it. I, I think um, the technique is really fun. That's what makes it interesting. But honestly, I just like being sparring. But I could spar every like three times a day. I just love it, and that's why I love boxing, and that's why I want to improve in technique or go for runs or fight things like that. Is so that I can spar. So getting in the ring with somebody else and just you know really being in the moment and having to think all the time about moving your head and like punching them, not getting punched, stuff like that. Like that's it's an incredible feeling because it's very unlike you know your civilized normal day, day day to day stuff that you're meant to do and behave and all this sort of stuff getting in the ring and punching someone and then punching you um is really fun now you've always been super sporty you've signed up to marathons and you've done triathlons what do you think was it about boxing that made you stick to the sport you sign up to things and then you just end up doing them like i'm pretty fit so i mean it wasn't like i did them in a great time or anything like that but it was like I wasn't good at training. So for like the training is the most important part, right? So with the boxing fight, I can, it's not like I just turn up and then be like, yo, I'll just get in the room and give me some gloves. Like you have to learn how to do it. Otherwise you're going to get beaten up. So that was the only thing that forced me into training regularly. So that's really <laughs> how I got into boxing because yeah, with the marathons, it's like, you're like, okay, I'll start next week. I'll start next week. 
I'll start next week. And then it comes and I'm like, yeah. So with the boxing, you, you had to actually train. And then that's when I found out how amazing it is. And it's all about that technique and kind of learning all the time. And again, as a pro, that's something that's like something that absolutely like, you know, I'm absolutely obsessed with it because there's always this something more to learn or, you know. Another thing that made your career switch uh, quite special was that you came to the sport rather late. So I started boxing when I was 30, so I was pretty old uh, to start a sport um, like that and sort of take it quite um, quite seriously. Um, it didn't really start off like that, but um, my personality is quite sort of intense. <laughs> so um, I was like, oh, this is really fun. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to become a boxer. I guess the challenging part is everyone keeps telling you you're old. Um, so <laughs> you keep thinking, oh, maybe I'm too old for this or maybe I should be doing this. So it's more that side of things, like other people's perceptions. Um, because I started the sport quite late, I feel like um, I don't have the kind of the hard years behind me, if that makes sense, in terms of like injuries and in terms of like, um, obviously like being punched to the head a lot. So you can only do it for a certain time before. So I feel like for me, I'm kind of on my upwards trajectory in the sport. And I feel like as being a bit older, mentally, because I, I feel like boxing is all about your mental like toughness and kind of ability like, to like you know focus and stick on something and believe that you should be there and so I feel for myself being a bit older I feel more confident in terms of my ability and like who I am and like why I'm doing it but I've chosen to do it so I don't really have a problem with, with it but I guess to start off with it was more other people's perceptions of of age and you know so you actually spent some time boxing in new zealand how did that come about well, i was born in the uk um and then my mom's from new zealand so um they we grew up there but we moved around a lot um just because of my dad's job so we lived in uh, northern ireland we lived in america we lived in lots of different places and then my mom and dad moved back to new zealand um and so and that's actually when i sort of started boxing so um, even though I also, because I live here, I'm married. So because of my age, um, it's quite difficult to get into the um, GB squad just because it's all funded by, um, uh, you know, national lottery funding and stuff like that. So they tend to do things in phases. So even though um, I did win the uh, amateur uh, ABA, so the, I'm the national champion for England, um, I went over to New Zealand because it's all self-funded. And so they don't mind quite so much about ages. Um, not because it was easier, like it was really tough actually to go over there and get a club and kind of get involved with, with the whole scene there. And then obviously they feel like you're a bit of an outsider to start off with. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. And it meant that I was always over there seeing my family and the girls are really tough there. So that was like incredible. So yeah, I made the team there as well. Um, and I was um, representing New Zealand and we boxed internationally. So that was incredible because it just meant that like, um, the level that you're <clears throat> that you're at, just the people that you're in the ring with, you're always learning so much because there's all these different styles and stuff. So um, it was it was amazing and it was like tough, but it was really fun. I uh, tried out for the Olympic team. That took a couple of years to kind of qualify properly, um, and we were off to Wuhan for the qualifiers. But obviously, uh, COVID hit. Uh, so as we were on our way to Wuhan, that's when it all kicked off. Uh, for the qualifiers so they actually changed the system a bit and it didn't end up they didn't end up doing qualifiers in the same way uh, and just because I haven't been boxing for a long time I didn't have any um uh I wasn't sort of ranked or anything like that so yeah it was it was amazing doing the amateurs and I got loads of experience but then I turned pro uh just because I felt like I'd reached kind of my my level in amateur boxing 
And because you said, um, you said, you said because in New Zealand, the people or the women are very tough. Do you think, what, do you feel like, do you, do you think like there's a difference between like what you kind of see in the UK and New Zealand or would you say kind of the landscape Every is similar? Every single um, country has slight differences in how they box, which is really interesting. And that's why I loved um, kind of traveling internationally to try, you know, um, a lot of the kind of Asian boxers are like a little bit more like cool and like do cool stuff with their like long limbs and like whatever and they look amazing and then um yeah the kiwis are just like bam bam get in whatever smash you up boom done get out and then um i guess english boxers are like really, really like technical very technical good at, good with footwork um you know like it's a it's a huge sport in the uk in comparison to other countries so we've got that history behind us and stuff so For me, especially in amateur boxing, going to New Zealand with my kind of, uh, with the tech, like more technical boxing, that worked for me. So, you became a pro boxer during COVID. How has COVID affected you in terms of training? Uh, I imagine as a contact sport, it must have been quite challenging. Yeah. So, um, on the plus side, professional athletes were allowed to continue to train. So, um, it was actually really timing to be a professional athlete. Um, in some ways because it meant that you could still stay in the gym like that was something that people struggled with a lot um, obviously over COVID it's like quite difficult not to be able to like go to the gym and like do all these things at people's usual outlets so um, for me that was great to be able to continue to do that obviously like I was trying to go to the Olympics I've sort of given everything like throw my you know every credit card I could at like trying to get there and you know been training really hard and so when when it lockdown first happened I was absolutely devastated and I found it really hard to kind of get my head around like the fact that I wasn't then trained for the Olympics but then um yeah I turned pro and there's a lot to learn in pro so I've managed to find my team now it has been really frustrating because I've been trying to get fights and then um with COVID it's been really really difficult one to travel to get fights two um a lot of the shows um they only have a certain number of fights on them so as a debut it's difficult to get on those shows because they obviously want to make them as exciting as possible they're not having as many shows there's less people on the shows that they have so um it was really difficult it took me a year basically to have my debut when was the moment you knew you were good enough to go pro so it was more that um i felt like i was good enough to take myself seriously as an international boxer because the olympic for me like women's sport is um, women's boxing is a little bit earlier um than men's boxing so the pro is the depth isn't there now it's seriously exciting because with covid a lot of people have turned over to turn professional um because there wasn't any amateur boxing going on so we have all these amazing boxes that are coming through from the amateurs and that makes pro really exciting but for me um the i got asked to box for england um and i just never really you know how you're like sort of you think you're a pretender <laughs> like at some point someone's going to find out that I'm actually really really rubbish but I'm just enthusiastic and then when that happened I was like actually you know I can beat these girls there's no difference between me and the top people it's just that I work a full-time job and you know and I'm kind of old so I didn't think that I'd like make it here so then I kind of turned that's when I sort of was like actually I want to make a real go of this and then I kind of switched my attitude 
Um, but I'm very competitive. So from the start, I was always like, right, I'm going to win this. And then the next day I'm going to win this. But I guess for me, there was more of a strategy at that point where I was like, okay, I'm going to go to New Zealand. I'm going to really like make a real effort to get to the, the as far as I can in the, in the, you know, if I can get to the Olympics, incredible. If not, box the best people, improve my, um, myself as a boxer and then, you know, turn pro when that moment comes. And now it has, it is a fairly new sport for women. So um, particularly when I first started out, there was not that many women who were boxing. And then the, the women who were boxing were a bit older because it was like, it was more that they managed, they sort of found it on their own. So, and, also, and then also now people have started coming through who were a bit younger, which is amazing for the sport. So you have that amazing level of, um, you know, talent that's coming through and like really adding a lot of depth and they've all been boxed in since they were like, you know, before they could walk and things like that. So that's fantastic. So you either have people who are slightly older. So Kate Taylor, I think is my age, um, Natasha, you know, Natasha. And it's like quite a few people who are kind of uh, top pros at the moment, just because maybe women's sport is, is that bit newer and they've had the confidence as an older person to kind of get into the, into the sport. Um, but for me, like, like some of the girls that are coming through who are really young, I'm like, I could literally be your mother, so I shouldn't get, I should be able to punch you up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, for now, I think it works for me because I've got like women's strength as opposed to like child's. What's the biggest change for you now that you've turned pro? Yes, there's two things. Firstly, um, when you're a professional boxer, you're it's you're that you have to like entertain people. So that's the biggest difference. So with amateur boxing, you have to win, and that's it. Um, obviously it's good if you're exciting to watch but no one really cares because no one watches amateur boxing anyway with professional boxing it's it's a you want people to be excited to watch you because that's why you know they tune in and watch you and you and they watch you over other people they want to see you fight that helps your career progress so um, the pressure is more that you want to be entertaining you want to win but you want to do it in style and the second thing is that because it's a business there's a lot to think about in terms of like marketing yourself um, making sure that you know you're relevant and that you're um you know positioning yourself to kind of be one of the names that's up there to be so spoken about and that's very difficult um especially um for someone like me that's kind of just come up to it come late doesn't have the right contact sometimes so i'm just really working on that um but hopefully um i mean i've, I've got some exciting news that's coming up in terms of my contract so um hopefully that will happen for me um but yeah there's a lot more to think about it and it's it can be frustrating but also it's exciting because when it works then you know it is really exciting to watch fights that are like you know you you see your style improve um and that's that's cool what i'm also wondering about is sponsoring in women's boxing do you think that has become somewhat easier in recent years it has changed a bit because i think women's sport is a huge um uh is something that companies really keen to get on board with at the moment um like it's a massive um you know buzz there's a buzz around women's sport and there's a lot of exciting people that are coming through and people watch so that really helps um in terms of women's boxing it's not where sort of mma is people there isn't that huge audience um but covid's actually really helped because promoters didn't have the right money to um kind of throw out some of these events that they wanted to put on so they put on Uh, women's um, title events because they're cheaper and then that really brought through some of the amazing female boxers and people kind of started to get excited about names in women's boxing so um, yeah I guess 
it's a chicken and egg thing. It's like the more exciting boxes there are, the more promoters will going to get involved in, there's more sponsors. And then it's kind of one of those things, but it seems to be going in the right direction. So, I mean, I've got an amazing uh, group of sponsors too. Um, and so, and but they're really, it's not really that they want to be in the limelight, they just want to help out. So I'm, I'm lucky to have met people who are really kind. A few months ago, we talked to a researcher about how sometimes women who become professional boxers are seen as less feminine or they have certain stereotypes attached to them. Have you encountered this? Well, um, they, they used to be. So people would always be like, oh, I can't believe you're a boxer. You don't look like a boxer. And you're like, oh, that's so rude. But oh, thanks. At the same time, like it's kind of weird because I don't know. And then now people are all like, oh, yeah, I can tell you're a boxer. And I'm like, now I don't know like how to take that. <laughs> so I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where you're like, you want people to be like, oh, wow, you're so like feminine as if you could box. And then on the other, it's very like, I guess like there's this, that's the other thing about you, like as a female athlete, we're meant to be like, you know, and a male athlete, you're meant to kind of look a certain way and be a certain way and all these sorts of things. But in professional boxing in particular, you are selling something and people are interested in people and what they look like and what they say and what they do and all of that, all of that. So, I mean, you can't really just come into box, um, professional boxing and be like, oh, I, I, don't, I can't believe that people are so like, um, you know, care so much about all this stuff. And it's like, well, don't do professional boxing then. That's part and parcel of it. It is a business. So, you know, and it is quite an old school business, really. You know, you still have ring girls in, in, in some um, shows and, you know, the, the concept of boxing it is a very traditional kind of old school vibe. So um, you, you are coming up, up with that so you know you shouldn't be surprised by it. it doesn't it doesn't mean it's okay about um that some people kind of act in a certain way but you shouldn't be surprised by it. you can try and change it it's cool if it doesn't have to be like a sexual thing you don't have to like look like amazing but you you are trying to get people to buy into who you are and what you're standing for and all this sort of stuff so that they're interested in what you um perform you also train others don't you uh, boxing is now something that's very mainstream in fitness but people um, are quite snobby about it like they think it's either fitness boxing which is just to music and it doesn't really matter what people do or they go down to the local gym and they have to like throw the jab right a million times so I for me um, I feel like when you when I teach in fitness gyms the people who come like they absolutely love it they get hooked that's how I got into it so I understand that you know you want to learn you want to be taken seriously and you want to improve in your sport but also get a good workout because at the end of the day you've got a million and one things to do and you only want to like get some sweat on get back to work you know move on with your life so um i'm head of boxing and so i'm developing the program there so that's really cool it's an amazing um, opportunity for me because um especially with covid i mean being a boxer doesn't pay very much so it was cool to kind of um get involved with those guys and um yeah they've given me a, a real like free reign as to what i can do there so retraining like some of the instructors all of them are really good already but it's amazing to like kind of really work on their ability like their boxing iq and bring in some extra new trainers and like develop the courses within version active so that's cool and they've been really supportive to me as well for my um boxing career so i'm curious what are your classes like yeah, i really like things like britney spears and stuff so they're tough but they're also fun um if you like britney spears or like also, I Shazam, you know, when you're in the gym, there's all these like young people with cool tunes. So I like Shazam the tune and then play on my class and pretend I'm cool. But really, then we have to go back to Britney Spears to like balance it out. <laughs> 
how do you prepare for your next fight? Let's say your fight is next week, you have a few days left to prepare. What do you do? Yeah. So um, in terms of the last little bit, it's just um, focusing on being mentally ready, you know? So obviously you have to make weight. So that's like the first little bit. I've got an amazing nutritionist, Sinead, and she's like, really helps me because before, because I was like kind of late to the squat, like wicked, and I'd like starve myself and then eat loads. And so I just wasn't very good at making weight because traveling and everything like that. Whereas now it's something that is like part of the process. So yeah, as long as you feel like you're, you're sticking to all the different, uh, your different routines, um, all the money that goes on the boxing, all the hours, all the like stuff that you miss out on. If you don't love it, if you're not enjoying the process, then why do it? So um, yeah, I try and mentally stay on it. So get ready. Does it bother you a lot if people come up to you and talk to you about your age and maybe settling down or having some sort of um, five-year plan sorted out? Um, do you think that happens more to you because you are a woman? I do, yeah. I don't think, I think it's quite rude in general for people to say that to any woman. I think it's quite like, I know people kind of mean well by it, but it's very rude to say to someone else, someone shouldn't you be doing this or like what if you couldn't have children like what if you didn't want to get married like what if you were like whatever there's so many reasons why you shouldn't do that so it's quite rude for people to say that anyway um and it makes you think about it all the time because then you're like maybe I should be doing this maybe do you know what I mean I, I think it's wrong for people to say that and I think people as a woman and especially as um you know because of my age as well that people do project their views of what I'm meant to be doing on me and and it is tough but I've definitely it's something that I've learned to kind of you know it's part and parcel of it and I've, and I've got better um you know trying to let it go past what is it past the ear whatever it's called <laughs> over the shoulder I don't know yeah it's tough and I think um you know people's views of women um do impact how um female athletes are kind of one how they behave how they train you know um it's it, it's such an interesting topic and there's so many like aspects to it with boxing or any kind of martial arts like it doesn't really matter how fit you are what size you are like boxing's got from like straw straw weight to like heavyweight like it's built for every single person and you know there's always something that somebody you're good at that someone else isn't good at so that's why i love it and it's like you you kind of get into learning about the sport and then you get fit on the side so you're not like oh i have to go through like this long run or whatever to get fit you just kind of learn stuff and then you get fitter along the way and so for me that's like more of an exciting way to train um, that's why i love it i think that's why other people really get into it as well thank you for listening to women in sport if you like this episode make sure to subscribe and follow us for more or if you want to say hi follow us on twitter we're on women sport I'm Sophie Timmerman and I'm Tess Mostelis. See you next time.